I'm delighted to say that the 1878 FM podcast is sponsored this season by Green King Sport Pubs, uh, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single Everton televised game across the 23-24 season, as well as a host of other Premier League games. With over 900 venues across the UK, it doesn't matter where you're based, you'll be able to catch the action. Head over to Green King Sport's Instagram page and give them a follow, at Green King Sport. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. It is episode seven. Me, Pear Dan, Dave is back. Dave was, was ruled out last week, that, yeah. but he's back. Yeah. It was a short-term thing. He is back. Mm. Uh, unlike the bus, he was gone to Saudi Arabia, I think. I think Andy he's... took the money and gone. Mm, yeah, I'll be he's, honest. He's, he's gone full Jordan Henderson. I think he? so. You know, he's I think very so. much permanently unavailable yeah mine was just a, a week's absence for which i apologize yeah um i had uh, challenging circumstances which yeah. uh, prevented me from being here and that's all i'm prepared yeah. to say on the matter at the moment we won't no we won't push no, yet you're we back and, and it's, a, it's a step in the right direction it is a step in the right direction yeah i mean a, a big you know, step in the right it is. direction absolutely so you know absolutely. maybe maybe several steps in the right direction well possibly I'd, you know 13 14 steps in the right direction who knows it's only if you count them. But um, Dave is back. Uh, and Dave, it, it is the most joyous of episodes oh, to be yes. back for so far oh, this season. Isn't it? And Everton win. Everton's first oh, victory. Ned's birthday. No, we'll t- go on to oh. Ned's birthday in the random section. Because okay. not what could be more random what than Ned's birthday? Um, I mean, they happen once a year. Exactly. And that's random enough. Everton went to the capital and won for the first time since Dominic Calvert-Lewin's goal at West Ham United. Mm. Um, back in 2021. But uh, it was A, an unexpected result, I would suggest, and B, a bloody good performance as well from the Blues. I'd agree on, on both fronts. I didn't fancy us away at Brentford at all uh, in the current form. You know, Brentford are, are useful as, as we know and we don't travel well. And uh, yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't hold out any hope of us picking anything up there. But um, as you say, it was a, a great performance. <laughs> It was a deserved victory. Could have been more even, mm-hmm. perhaps, mm-hmm. you know. Had Decore not hit the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think fully deserved. And I think more important than, I mean, listen, the three points are, are hugely valuable. It's made our position in the table look uh, certainly more respectable than mm-hmm. it did before mm-hmm. um, because I was starting to get concerned about where the next points were coming from, seeing as Maroon down there on on one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more than anything else, it's hopefully a big confidence booster. You know, I mean, uh, all of them bar none uh, needed some confidence in that squad and hopefully those sort of performances and that kind of result will actually, you know, help them hugely going into the games ahead, which again on paper would, would look favorable in terms of who we've got up, you know, for the next two in the league and there should be points there. We, we, we don't. How important do you think that can be with the two games coming up? Because obviously two home games, like they just said, yeah. you'd look at them and we always go six points there. History generally says Everton don't win the two home games. But this would be a great opportunity this time for Everton to really yeah. move away from the... the well, it takes the pressure play. off, doesn't it? It takes the pressure off Saturday a little bit, not looking for that first win. Mm. Um, and... Gives us an opportunity, and if we can get that first one on Saturday, then obviously it takes takes all the pressure off off again the Bournemouth game, and 
like they said, then you start to look at the table, you look at the points, and you think, right, this is starting to look better. So people can be a little bit freer to play the mm. games. There's pressure off everyone with everything going on at the football club. So yeah, I mean, of course, it's not ideal waiting six games for your first for your no. first win. Um, and obviously it came in at a place that I don't think a lot of people thought we were going to get it. So um, yeah, I think that just takes the pressure off. Hopefully it doesn't mean that anyone's complacent of course because saturday's a huge game but um yeah takes that pressure off i think as well one of the things you've got to look at is that and certainly what i took from the game at the weekend was that's got to be almost the bar i think now Mm -hmm. for the level of performance Mm -hmm. and the resilience because too many times everton over in recent history this isn't all on this isn't just under Sean Dykes. This was here with Frank Lampard and it was here with Rafa Benitez and, and Carlo to some extent. Everton's resilience levels aren't great. So we, we can see the goal and you're sitting there thinking there'll be you know, like buses. There'll be another mm-hmm. one along in a minute because it seems to totally and utterly throw us. And, and at the weekend, there was one incident where it might have happened just after they'd scored. They nearly scored again. But other than that, Everton controlled it quite well, didn't he, really? No, I think you're right. I think the resilience was there in this game. And and certainly I was watching it thinking that if they had played to that level against Sheffield United, then mm. they would have undoubtedly won that, you know, which would mm. have been another two valuable points. But um but yeah, I think they they listen, they showed what they should be doing week in, week out when you mm. When you look at the players that we have in that, so I think I think sometimes it's easy to forget who we've got, and I don't. I'm not saying that we've got a sparkling squad, but in the likes of Dakure and, and and people like that, you know, they're good players. And, and when he's on his game, and as he showed, I mean, he took his goal really, really well. He nearly followed it up with another excellently hit effort. Mm-hmm. You know, minutes later, that hit the bar, it could have put the game to bed at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, you know, they were playing in the way that I think they should really be playing in terms of of, of who we have at our disposal on a weekly basis. We still got players to come back from injury, um, but above all else, I think it's a, a confidence thing for me. I just felt that as the games went on, week in week out, we were starting to get ourselves into mm. a bit of a tailspin. Yeah, and it's difficult to see how you get out of that. And and if this result hadn't come when it did. You know, you go into the Lutons and the Bournemouths, and as you say, all the pressure's there. Everyone's thinking these are absolute must-win games, which they still are, by the way. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, mm. you know, they're, they're, nothing has changed on that front. They still are must-win games because you've got to be getting those points now because there'll be tough runs of games coming up. Um, but there would have been so much pressure, I think, heaped on their shoulders that I think a lot of them would have buckled. And, and so to actually have a little bit of breathing space and a bit of freedom based on what happened last weekend, I think, is is crucial going into this this run of games. Pet, I mean, a big thing, we've, we talked about it, obviously, on the final word and stuff like that, was but having the likes of Dominic Calvert-Lewin able to come on for Beto, so there was no drop in quality. Again, I said it yesterday, you could almost argue it was even a slight upgrade in quality mm-hmm. just because of mm-hmm. what Dom's done in the Prem. But that's key, isn't it? And then when Jack Harrison's back, he played 45 yeah. minutes last week. When that comes in, as Dave just said there, there are players now who give the manager variation. Yeah, I think... I think we've all spoke about the size of the squad, but at least if we've if we've only got maybe like four subs, say, ready ready to go subs, then the the quality doesn't drop off. Yeah, and I mm. think with, I think with yeah, I think with Dom and Beto, with J- 
Jack Harrison and whoever's playing on the right hand side with Dan Juma and Dwight McNeil mm. with James Garner. Um, you've got players there that Patterson, sorry as well. Mm. Mm. Seamus Coleman to come. Yeah, back you've as got well. players there where where there's not a lot of drop off, mm. so that in games like this. You can keep that continuity. Mm. Um, you know, you'd rather have a bigger squad with the quality, but at least if you're going to have a smaller squad, make sure that the players coming on have the same kind of quality and mm. can go in and do the similar jobs. And there's not much, um, not much changing in our approach. And I think Don coming on for Beto was massive because it just kept that pressure off. When you're thinking early on the season or maybe last season, you're bring you're keeping your main striker on for longer. Who might then become tireder, and then if you do swap him, it might be for Mopai or it might be a Damari Gray, mm. and that that is Ella Sims. you know yeah Ella Sims as well, and you're losing that element of quality mm. which allows the opposition. And we saw in the Sheffield United game literally for the last 15 minutes we were hamstrung because we had Beto up front who, who wasn't coming off, we had Dwight McNeil on the right who wasn't fit, mm. and we had Dan Juma who didn't look like fit, he was capable yeah. of playing the last 15 minutes, and that allowed Sheffield United to start getting up the pitch and mm. not causing us loads of danger but obviously stopping us from causing them danger mm. so I think in this game it allowed us to just keep the fo- our foot on the pedal Absolutely and Dave that's something we've seen from other clubs who maybe not as you'd say weren't as good as Everton team wise over the last couple of years but what they did have is a level of player that were all similar similar skill sets if you like so even mm. though you, we might say our, our best 11 is way better than theirs if our best 11 tired after 65 minutes and then, like Ped said, the options off the bench aren't, aren't great. Other teams were able... Uh, one sticks out to me last season at home, which was Wolves on Boxing Day. They made five changes and all five of them, you go, they could actually get in their first 11. Yeah. And that them changes won the game for them. And we, we have to do that, don't we? Even though, like Ped said, we haven't got a huge squad. If we If we can get kind of like... 14 or 15 players who we think could all play in our first team when we're making them changes there won't be a drop really will it in quality competition for places is so important mm. and I think that I think you could see that by the way that, that Dominic bounced onto the pitch when he mm. came on you know I think it's really really important that rather than him coming on um, as the only real striking option which is what what we've had before he's coming on for Beto mm. Um, and he knows that it's not just him there. He knows that actually, you know, Beto could get a decent run in the team mm. and actually keep Dominic out if, yeah. if you know, things things went slightly differently. So he's got to come on there. He's got to prove it. And and I would imagine from Dominic's point of view, he's coming on kind of thinking, you know, all well and good, but I'm the one with the with the Premier League experience. I'm the one that's been here longer. I'm the one with the with the goals tally. Mm. Um, and actually. It's given him something to fight for. I'm not saying that he wasn't fighting before, and don't get me wrong, and no. I'm not criticizing um, Dominic's attitude previously, but I think that there was a, a healthy bounce about him when he came on uh, the other day. And I think mm. that a lot of that you can put down to, you know, the fact that Beto is there um, and that they both need to be using the other one to, to spur each other on. Um, and as, but as you say, you know, with with regards to the Wolves example as well, it is it's competition for players in in all positions, yeah. and just hopefully a, a happier, buoyant squad. Um, and winning games of football makes that a lot easier at the risk of trotting out another overused cliche. <laughs> it does, Don. I think players yeah. players like competition as yeah. well. I know, I know. Yeah. You know, you've got players certain players who want to know they're playing all the time and they relax then and do the but players like competition because a if you look around the squad and see 
better players in your squad. That makes you feel you're part of something better. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, we're trying to improve all the time. And it gives you that edge because it's like anything at work, isn't it? Whatever your job you're doing, after a while, you do go through the motions. It's human nature. And then if someone comes in who might be, after, not after your job, but someone comes in and all of a sudden the spotlight's kind of on them as well, mm-hmm. that's... That picks your game up a little bit. You want to prove it. And Dom, I think you're right. Dom bounced onto the pitch the other day. Looking I've the best. face. Exactly. Just looked determined, ready to go. And he, he come on and it was amazing how quickly he got it. Because sometimes, and we've all played footy, when you're a sub, it's sometimes really difficult to get up to the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. He was on it immediately. You know, one air there. Yeah, because he knew he it. knew that he had to be. That mm. was the thing. Mm. You know, he knew he had to be. He had something to prove. And, and as I say, whether whether that was an intentional state of mind that he came on with or mm. just... I suspect it was more kind of just inbuilt. I think that, you know, he, he read the situation. He knew he had to come on. Mm. He knew that he had to at least match what Beto had done, if not more. Mm. And he did that and he got his goal and, um, you know, job done. And, yeah. you know, I think, I think yeah, I think the body language when he came on, the body language when he scored as well, mm. um, you know, and, you know, he made reference to, to obviously, you know, the fans who had, uh, who had booed him and criticized him in the past. Mm. Um, he wasn't going to let that go. I mean, quite rightly, I think to be fair. Yeah, um, and, um, and yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's hopefully see this as a, as a turning point in the season uh, early on in the season. And um, yeah, we just need some more of those, but if, if we can get, we can, I mean, listen, we should be getting six points from the next two games, but if we can get four points from the next two games, then uh, our position will look dramatically better. Yeah, and Pedro, just before we, we go on from that, it is vital, isn't it, now those two home games. It will be difficult. They'll both come with different challenges. Bournemouth mm-hmm. are quite lively. Luton have got their first point of the season as well, so they might feel better about themselves. But from Everton perspective, even putting the cup game against Villa to one side because it is, you know, slightly different. It, it has got to be, we've got to at least this weekend take the three points and follow up that away win with yeah. a home win. No, when you do that, you feel, you feel. No, great, absolutely. We've got to get three points this weekend. It's a team that we should be beating, mm. capable of beating, and have to beat them to mm. put that, you know, put that daylight between us and them, uh, even this early on. Mm. So, they're the games at home. You've got to win. They've got, you've got to, you've got to. Mm. Absolutely. Dave, just quickly then, Villa away in the Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're obviously recording this before we've gone there. It's a tough yeah. game, isn't it? How, how high is it on your priority list at the moment, this Cup? Not not particularly high, to be honest with okay. you. I mean, I think, I mean, you know, I, I, I like to support all comp, Cup competitions mm. and, and I think that silverware is good. And, mm. and But I think the situation that we find ourselves in now you know, we're not really in a position to be enjoying a little sideline cup run. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, of course, I would like them to do well tomorrow night. Um, but um, if if they don't, I don't really care. I'm just mm-hmm. more focused on on Luton and Bournemouth coming up and actual points mm-hmm. on the board because that's all that's really important. After the last two seasons, yeah. that's where our priority has to go. Mm. Um, you know, for us, every win has got to be converted into points rather than anything else. Um, but and it's going to be tough going to Villa away. Mm. You know, they're 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 a good side under under Emery. They really are. Um, and that you know, in many ways, 
you know, similar club to us. We've always said that. And, you know, I think somebody pointed out a few weeks ago that, you know, they were sort of drawing the parallels in terms of the fact that, you know, Villa are going one way and we're very much going another way, mm. um, uh, which isn't good. So, um, you know, it'd be, be good to, to, to make a good show of ourselves at Villa Park. But as I say, if we get nothing from it, I won't be losing any sleep. I'm Ped. Come on, then. You can have the last word. With I, that, um, I'm with Dave. Camp, to be honest, I'd love us to win. And I think mm-hmm. if we won and then got a favourable home draw, you can start going, I'll tell you what, we could be in the quarters here. But if Everton were to be knocked out, it'll hurt because I don't like us losing friendly matches. But it, the focus for me is still honed in on the two home games a it, little bit more. It is, all. but I think it's a really, it's a really um, good, good time for this game mm. because I think we've got those players coming back who we can get a look at yeah. and can give mm-hmm. give uh, some game time to mm-hmm. and, and mix it up a little bit. And yeah. you can get a little look at those players. Maybe James Garner midfield might start Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jack Harrison might come off the bench. Dan mm-hmm. Juma. So there's a real good opportunity to see some of those players we've just spoke about that could come into the squad. Mm-hmm. So, so, of course, want to win the game. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, the, the focus for me, again, is on Saturday. And... Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're, de- we're all desperate to win a trophy, but I do understand what Dave's saying. It's about just, it's about steadying the shift just right now. Mm. Um, but for Villa, though, they're on in bad four yeah, games, they, in, they four games in nine days for them. They so might, they might have, they might have kids playing for all. Yeah, you know, they yeah. might, they might feel the same. I know mm. there's a little bit of, I know there's a little bit of um, anger from the fans for this game because of the prices and mm. there's been a bit of a, a boycott. Um, so it could be Everton could work catch them, couldn't it? Yeah. And then that's just the confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope we don't want, I think what they sort of say, don't want to stretch yourself too mm-hmm. far. No. I wouldn't want to see players getting injured for a win tonight. No. So they're tomorrow night. Well, yeah. yeah. No, it depends, you know? it it does, it depends yeah. when you're watching it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. it's good. could be last week. You know, you yeah. might be, yeah. be catching up. Exactly. Happy Christmas anyway. Yeah, well done. Yeah, well done. Moving on then. Moving on from that. Joviality and the joyous chat. How and, dare you enjoy you know, yourself? It's amazing. No, it is amazing. This is another joyous moment. Ned, it's his birthday today. Oh, yeah. it's is his it? His birthday is. He's a happy. He's a man now. Twenty three. He's a man. Really? He's had his 21st and he's had his year of, you know, debauchery. Yeah. Well, that. sort of. You know, debauchery that. with food and stuff. Um, and now he's twenty three. So we we expect to see a more mature. You know, what are you thinking about Ned at twenty three? What what do you want to see? We've talked about what you want to see from Everton squad yeah. players. What do you want to see from Ned? I I'd like to see um, a wife by the end of the year. Uh, that, I mean, yeah. that's it. No, what are you going to say by the end of the show? Yeah, well, well, who knows? He's online. He's online. Um, he's in I have a new car by the end of the year. I'd like, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his mum would like him out the house. I think so. I, you know, I think wife or no wife. Be show mm, and that your mum, my Ned. What yeah. about that? We, <laughs> yeah. kind of, we could pitch that to yeah. Channel 5. We could, I think Channel 5 would be all over. I that. think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. get marry your mum off to Ned. To Ned, there'd be a list, there could be a, be a list. Yeah, be a list I mean, of there'd be a register. I think oh, there's something. definitely a register. Mm. Could be, there's always know. a register. Could mm. be anything. Mm. I mean, Dave, do you remember your 23rd birthday with in, in clear focus, or is it just a blur? Trying to think where I was in life. Uh, so I was 23 in 1997. Terrible season for Evan. Terrible season for Evan. Awful season. Yeah. Um, yeah, 1997. So I had 
just started working at Radio One. But I think it was my first birthday, actually, having joined Radio One. You were there at one? How young did they take them at Radio One? I joined there Mm. December 96, age 22. So, yeah, it was my first birthday there. So I suppose, yeah, it was was quite quite an exciting time, really. And, and, And I do, actually, funnily enough, I do look back at the age of 23, um, and I have said before that that is a really good age, not just because it's your 23rd today, Ned, but it's, it is a really good age because mm. you're, you're past your 18s and your 21s. Yeah. Um, you're, you're young enough. You know a little bit about the world. Mm. Um, and we must stress it's only a little bit. A little bit, but you're still yeah. quite bulletproof and mm. quite, you know, excited about life. So, yeah, I think 23 is a good age. And, mm. and so for that, Ned, I would wish you many happy returns today and all the very best mm. for your 23rd year ahead. Thanks. When I was 23. Oh my God, that sounds like a Sinatra mm. song then. When I was when 23, I was 23 basically a month. I started going great. <laughs> I wasn't then Everton at all. I was just going to say a month after I was 23, shit. Everton won the FA Cup. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Ned. So, you know, a month after your 23, Everton might have won a home game. It's you know? sad because I didn't... You're not in this podcast. I didn't watch talking. the game on Saturday. So why, why, is he, why, why, why can I hear just mumble it? And we know it's your birthday, we're trying to be nice to you. Just but saying. you're not in the podcast. Mm-hmm. When you were 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, Mm. Ah, so we were good. Yeah, we had we were on around that December time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in fact we just lost at Newcastle, haven't we? That the six on the run, and then Shearer scored that worldy. Wasn't that oh, December? That was that one. December yeah. two thousand and two. When he scored yeah. that volley, they, I still fume. I still fume that the uh, Alan exactly Stubbs didn't get out. I was watching that. We were one nil up in it as well. Yobo got sent off. Yobo got sent off, and then it was late on, wasn't it? Mm. And Bellamy scored, and then Shearer. Yeah. Great times though. Everyone yeah. were good. Lee Ty was sliding, slide real passes through to the likes of Radzinski. Yeah. Great times. I liked Radzinski. Fine. That's fine. He, he got off to Fulham. He thought Fulham were a yeah, bigger club, he, he said. No, I know, I know, I know. But, but, but you know, I, I, I quite liked him as a player. Mm. Here's, here's another one while we're, we're talking about random X players. Go on. And, and, and here's I mean, we were. Here's, 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 here's one that, that you perhaps won't, won't agree with. Go I on. quite liked Kevin Morales as well. No, I love No, him. I like Kevin Morales. Yeah, I like Kevin you know, Morales. It just I, ended badly with him, I but he was, ended badly, he, but he was I good. To, yeah. I used to enjoy seeing him come on because mm. I thought he had something natural about him, you know, and, and could change a game. Don't you think the decline of Everton Football Club started when Kevin Morales took the ball off Leighton Baines? Against West Brom. Against West Brom, mm. when, when if you were in the crowd, mm. you were also you in, were in the Rocky film. In the Rocky film, mm. yeah. And then missed, missed the penalty because he wanted to have a mess. He had a message for one of their friends who died, didn't he? On his shirt, and he wanted to score and show the message and miss the penalty. That's where the decline can be can be traced back. There and the Hadjuk case. The Hadjuk case is more real. I think, it started real, there. I think it actually started it, there. Well, it was Roberto Martinez's decline. That's where that started. Um, great times. Yeah, we didn't expect it, do we? We didn't expect it, do we? Yeah, an ex Everton player, random. Linked into Ned's Morales was Morales a great was signing. Yeah. It's a great Got signing. a couple of great goals at Spurs. One mm. got us a 2-2 draw. The other one, we lost 2-1, but he scored a world. He, really, he was, we played Wolfsburg away in uh, the super. League. I was there, and he scored the second goal. It was yeah. fantastic. He was super. Everton yeah. was super that night, though. Imagine Everton being in Europe, going away against the Kevin De Bruyne 
team and absolutely battering them. Yeah. Halcyon, the Halcyon days, mm. the Halcyon days. Okay. Um, got a couple of couple of random questions. I mean, I asked right. I said random questions when we ask the the Premier yeah. members. So non football. Mm. Yeah. First question: yeah. Are there any plans to support infrastructure around the new stadium that's on match not, days? Sorry, that is not a question for this show. No. Why don't? No, that's. Is that not a council question? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, we. I'll be honest, uh, Alan. Thank you for your question. We're not in the. But chambers. I'll be honest. We don't make infrastructure yeah, decisions yeah. on this podcast. We don't plan them either. No, no. no. Uh, Derek's. What's the strangest piece of football memorabilia you've got? Again, ignoring the mm. random football. But he said strangest. But, to... but we will. We'll have that. We'll have that. Okay, so go on, Pet. You're a you're a football strange, memorabilia type of person. I'll tell you what I have got. And I don't know whether this is strange. I just think it's quite unique. I've got like the blueprints for for Finch Farm. Oh nice. But but like it's been a it there's like ghostly images of Tim Kale, Arteta, Arteta and Andy Johnson on it. Okay. And it's it was like a um it was like a special print that the People who built it did. I don't think many people have got that. No, I, I, <laughs> I would hazard a guess that almost <laughs> nobody has got yeah, that. I'd suggest yeah. you've got it. Yeah, I'm the only one who's got it. So, mm-hmm. I've, yeah, it, yeah, it's got weird, like, go because it's obviously very much from the time. It's got just these weird, ghostly images of in the background of the, of, of a couple of the three players in particular. And that I don't is. think anyone else has got that. So, that that's quite unique. Mm. Mm. Unique Ma- is the word. Mm. Unique is very much the word. I've got a. AFCON winners medal in my house. Okay. I'm pretty certain it's Daniel Amakatsis or one of them. I don't know why I've ended up with that and Robbie Fowler's boots. Uh, again, it's pumas that he's wore in the Premier League. Again, I don't understand why. Where did you I've get got them from them? then? This one just a big bag of swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, with well, that was a shirt and with a thingy on. And when I took it back, they were like, oh, "No, just keep it." So it's in my loft somewhere, so I need to dig it out because yeah. it can come in here. Could but, sell that. But, Those boots. Well, that. Robbie Fowler's boots, yeah, yeah. The lovely boots, I mean, like my, Huma King's. They're my, very nice. What's yours, question. Dave? Well, we, it's already featured on this this oh. podcast before, but it's obviously Leon Osman's training shorts. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, which I, I still wear to run in to this day. It's impressive that, A, you, you still fit in them. B, you still run. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. don't. You know, don't be careful what steps you're on. And also, you know, Leon, fair play to him. You're keeping what? the Leon, the Leonard Osman um, legend alive. Also, yeah, I, mean, also I mean, are the Umbro shorts? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, Do you want me to go and get them again? No, hang on, no, hang on, no, hang on. It's going. The durability, though, of the shorts. It's said something about the quality mm. and the craftsmanship of the shorts. Well, that listen, Umbro are renowned for quality and craftsmanship, I think, or I think certainly that's what they'll let led you well, lead if they, you to if believe. They weren't. They are. They're, 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 I'll be honest. I've got a pair of. <clears throat> I've got a pair of Duncan Ferguson's blue Everton shorts from nineteen ninety. The old the Man United game yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. When he scored yeah. two, um, um, I've got those shorts. You bring them in, give them to me, because they wouldn't fit you. The, the, I, the, they're like no. going around the house kind of shorts. They, yeah, they're Go ahead, bro, Dave. Yeah. Let's Umbro have a look. Shorts, Dave, yeah. There yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. 21. I'll just say Leonard's that. Number. Yeah. They're just the quality of the shorts. The quality is, of the shorts. Uh, yeah, fair play. Don't make them like that anymore. They're, they're, they're thin, don't. Now, aren't they? And... Apparently don't. Mm. 
Incredible. There you go. Anyway. Fucking football memorabilia. What, what, what more? I don't can... think anyone's beaten an African Nations medal. <laughs> I know. It is weird. It was that, as I was saying, I was thinking, weird. this is weird. That that's What still... year is it from? 90 something. It's Nigeria. It's Nigeria. When Nigeria won it. There you go. I don't know. 95. I, mean, I can well, Google it. He played for us, didn't he? So I don't know. 95, 96. Does maybe. he know you've got it? I don't know. Medal? Yeah, I think he probably had about four. I think he just went up and took loads. Yeah, I'll have them. You know Colin, who's normally here, he's I'll take his for him and he just never give it to him. Um Mark Mac says yeah. Okay, this is random. Okay. You're on the run from the police. Okay. Where are you hiding in this country and who would be your first call to help you? Interesting one. You shouldn't really call anyone, should you? You shouldn't. It's not a phone. It isn't millionaire. You shouldn't be phoning a friend, really. Because you're bringing them you're into it. You're exactly. Them, exactly. You're making them part of it. So, where? I mean, where would you Dave, go? I'm sure Radio One would have done this, Dave, when you were there. Some kind of thing like this. Surely, um, they've 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 done a hide and seek thing, um, but it, it's more recent than than our time. They did mm. one um, a, a few years ago, and they had. Greg James and oh, Nick yeah. Grimshaw and stuff like hiding. Um, but I think of the, I, I often, there's a program called Hunted, which yeah, I'm sure yeah. you're, you're aware of, which is, is good for making you think about stuff like this. Yeah. So if we, if we sort of mold the question around in terms of how you would negotiate Hunted, for example, which is kind of the same thing, mm. is that because you've got AMPR everywhere and you've got CCTV and bus stations and, and, and everywhere on the street and at cash machines and whatever, I've always thought, surely the way to do this, and it wouldn't be great telly, and this is probably why you're not allowed to do it because it's probably slightly manipulated, one would imagine. That's certainly not the thoughts of me or indeed the podcast as a whole. But the thing is that I would probably just go to my friend's house next door and just go and try and spend two weeks in their, you know, in their spare room upstairs mm. on the basis that I'd kind of go, right, listen, I'm just going to stay here. It's, in fact, to be honest with you, it's not really any different to when I had to isolate when I had the Omicron version of COVID because I spent, I spent 10 days in this very room here and I didn't go anywhere, right? So it's the same kind of policy whereby if I was staying with you, Pet, let's suppose that we're next door neighbors yeah. and I'm on this show called Hunted. And so I think, right, ready, steady, go. All these people go legging off with their backpacks into the city center and they get spotted on this camera and that camera and the train and whatever. I would just stroll around to yours, right? With, with with a few changes of clothes. Mm. And I'm a baseball gonna... cap, surely. Everyone. Baseball yeah, cap, people don't see want, it. But you don't need it indoors, do you? Because no one's going to be there. No, what? If you're I strolling just, around I... to his house, you're going to have to. Yeah. Okay, fine. But it's hopefully not, not very far. So I come around to yours and I say, right, I'm going to be here for a couple of weeks' time. All I need you to do is, is can you just get me whatever I need in mm. terms of the basics, yeah. whatever, you know, food, shower gel, deodorant, yeah. toothpaste, whatever it is. And at the end of the two-week period, just give me a bill. Yeah, and then I will just transfer that money to you. All good. No one's had a had had a check on any of my outgoings from my my credit card or anything. And I've never would it would it help if I lived in a bungalow? No, I think that would actually be a downside because I think that if you're in a bungalow, mm. I would be on ground level. Yeah. Therefore, potential hunters mm. could see me through the windows. Whereas the reality is that yeah. if I was upstairs, they're less likely to see it unless a stepladder's involved. I was just thinking of you, Dave. Mm. How'd you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. There you go. There I you mean, go. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's where would you go then, Pat? If if Dave's doing that, Dave's come up with a. I think it's quite a good. Mm. That's quite a good I mean, one. It's it's not good telly. No, but it's, no, it's no. A way to, it's a way to crack the show. I think. You say mm. it's not good telly, but didn't that fellow who the canoeist basically just well, exactly next door? he mm. did, he mm. did, didn't mm. he? And it, you know, he was dead. <laughs> what a show! What a program that was. You know, I mean, canoe. based on real life. No, well, no, but I'm saying when you watch, I've watched the like the actual thing. That, that wasn't was, as good. That was good, but it was just mad because they had when the the footage um, of the interviews the police were given at the time yeah. when he'd gone out to see, yeah. he actually the, the one the chief of police or one of the leading investigators said people are saying he's done a Reggie Perrin, yeah. but it's nonsense. Yeah. He's done it, and he'd literally done I, you know he literally was just living where he was. Do you know what, Dave? I'd buy into it. I'd I'd go to somewhere in Cornwall. And wear and grow a nice beard and wear mm. and get like a nice jumper, fisherman's jumper. Oh, okay, yeah. And just yeah, stroll yeah. around and just be like, be part of the community. Would you have a hat on? Just to ch- you'd have to change it slightly because you are quite. I don't think I'm I'm big in Cornwall. No, but people, you do for certain. Think... You're a, you're a certain size with that. People can't. Have you been to Cornwall? Yeah, but, no. but when you when you say big in Cornwall, do you mean in terms of your status as one of the country's leading podcast hosts and, and media personalities, <laughs> or do you mean big in terms of your size in comparison with, say, uh, an average Cornish fisherman? Are you saying Cornish fishermen are my size? I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying both. To be honest, mm. I'm saying both. No, Corn- Cornwall's probably renowned for having big, freakish yeah, I people. Imagine, I'd imagine, I imagine you know, so. hairy people. Yeah, yeah. very isolated. Yeah. You know, it's, it's practically its own thing. Mm. You know, <laughs> fair play, fair play. Devon knows how good Devon knows. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Where would you go? Where would you hide? Yeah. Where would you, Where go? Would you go, Barry? I'd go to Amakati's loft. Yeah, basically, and give him his Afcon medal <laughs> back. Um, I don't, Wales or Scotland, I think. I think You're always recognised in Wales. Not in Scotland. Well, I mean, Wales, I don't know because yeah. I haven't been there. You haven't but, been you know, there. Scotland's vast, though, isn't it? It's getting there, though. Yeah. You've got to get. You've mm. got to get through all those cities. I go to St. Helens. Forget it. You'd be able to hide in St. Helens. There's a lot. I haven't of... got the technology. No. No. no, I mean, when we crack a joke with Ned, he doesn't get it till about 20 yeah. minutes later. Yeah. yeah. So, therefore, yeah. I reckon you could get a couple of weeks out of it before someone in St. Helens went. Mm. Not from round here, are you? I've seen you. Mm. I don't know. I think they're the hot on. They're not your, you're not round. From yeah. Round a caravan in St. Helens. Back end. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting you know. thing. It'd be difficult. It'd be difficult. And yet, calling people's not. It, no. You can't be bringing other people no. into it. Uh, Alexander Hoffler, Susan's. Uh, brother yeah. says, um, if you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be and why? I think I'd be a potato mm-hmm. because I just think in terms of a vegetable, it's a proper all-rounder, isn't it? It's fair you know, society. It do, every- do everything the mm. potato. There's not many vegetables that are as useful and as robust Certainly to our our national cuisine as a potato, so I think that would be me. You know, sort of very much an everyman type yeah. of vegetable. Mm. Vegetable of the people, I'd say, Dave. Mm. I'd, I'd say, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's what Dave represents to me. Mm. I mean, well, what about you? Spud wearing Leon Osman shorts. That's Fair that's play. what that's hey, what Dave is. Hey, to hey, me. Listen, <laughs> why not? So um, what, what, what you go? Is is an aubergine a, a, a vegetable? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you, I mean, why not? You have yeah. been called it a few times. I just times like being. Fair play to I you. just like being everyone's favourite emoji. There you go. That's all it is. It's everyone's mm. favourite emoji. Well, I mean, everyone that matters. It's up there. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. I'll be broccoli. 
Would okay. you? Good for Why? you. Full of free radicals. Really, iron. Really iron. good for iron. you. Iron. Feels brittle. You say brittle, but mm. I, it's, I'm, I think about the goodness I'm putting in you. Very. That's what, that's what, that's that's what my mom wants. There you go. But my I think about the goodness further. that I'm putting in you. Is that, is, is that, yeah. I'm just saying that's that you take it any way you want. I mean, again, yeah. all fits in. Great bed. song, great song. Oh, six, six, there you go. Think about the goodness I put in you. There you, there you go. Shall we? Like man? A Tinder profile, isn't it? We've well, exactly. I mean, and Ned, you know, twenty three now might be on the Tinder. The he's Tinder, been on the Tinder for ages. He has been on the Tinder just... for ages. He's, he's the unluckiest person on the Tinder. Mm. <laughs> what it's there for? It doesn't actually work for Ned. No. Um, what about this one? Because me and Ned were talking about this. This isn't funny. Yeah. But we, me and Ned were... Cause he, hang on, he, this isn't... Without going anywhere near it, this isn't harking back to the to the pre-recording conversation that you had. Because that wasn't funny. No, 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 there was one before that. There was one okay, before. Okay. It's not fun. This isn't funny in Why any way. Are you talking mm. about but it? But because it mm. just... You know, as someone who has frequented Florida... Yeah, sorry, I was wondering where you were going There's a that. new story yeah. of an alligator yeah. walking down the road mm. with a, a human remains in its mm. mouth. And thirteen foot alligator was found walking along with a woman's remains mm. in its mouth, mm. uh, twenty miles off uh, west of Tampa. Um, they've obviously sorted the alligator out because it was just one, one, you know, wandering along the road. Drove what, it home. When you, when, you, when you say sorted it out, in what respect? They've humanely, they've humanely ended it. Essentially, okay. all right, permanently. Just, you know what they what they like permanently. Uh, it won't be carrying any more human remains. Yeah, it's dead. Mouth. I mean, we're, it's I dead. think we get the point. It's yeah. dead. Um, do you think it was just showing people? Go what with it was? this. Well, what I'm thinking is Ned. Ned asked, which is the biggest animal you could fight? Yeah. Right. Mm. And then he said he could take an alligator. No, he, Ned. Now it's his birthday. It's his birthday. He couldn't take a thirteen. I foot said he couldn't take a thirteen foot no. alligator. He said no. all you'd have to do is go. get on its back. Mm. And put your arm round its neck. How are like, you getting on its back? I well, this was my thing. Was like well, from be- from behind. I think you, I think the best approach is always from behind. Well, you've got to uh, take it from behind, sense. right? Now yeah. Ned's doing actions like he's mm. jumping on it, almost like a roll. Yeah. Now, alligators and crocodiles are famous, famous for a roll. Quite famous for they rolls, are yeah. famous for rolls. Death yeah, rolls, I, they're called. Mm. I don't, yeah, but that's only in a water-based yeah. scenario. I mm. don't think they can do a death roll on land. And I think that... What if they also, tried, though, Dave? Would well, you like to try it with the eye? the concrete? No, I, no I, I, I wouldn't. But I'm pretty sure that alligators and crocodiles can't look behind them mm. without the aid of an elaborate system of mirrors. Yeah. I don't mm. think they can do it. I don't think they can do any of that, which yeah. means mm. that Ped could be onto something here. Because if he Ned, was, not Ped. Sorry, Ned. Yeah. Sorry, Ped's not that mad. I, Go on. Always get them mixed up. Yeah, but you know, if 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 Ned was to approach quietly and stealthily from behind, I think that he would have a chance of actually getting into that position where he is on top of it and able to to restrain it in the manner in which he suggests. Wouldn't be a first time. Mm. I, I see. I you know, I haven't worked with I haven't worked with Ned for a number of years now. I still doubt. That he will be able. My, my issue with that is that. he'd likely be wearing someone else's shoes. He, well, Crocs. Crocs. Be wearing, Crocs. 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 Which would be quite ironic. It'd be quite Crocs. ironic, wouldn't he? Um, that he's wearing Crocs. Uh, Crocs. And they'd yeah, and they'd like there'd be a noise because they didn't quite fit. They'd squeak, mm. and that'd give the game away. And I think he. Well, he'll have his squeezies on or yeah. his Crocs. 
No, you haven't tamed. You've any. tamed dangerous animals. Elaborate, please, into the microphone. I've we tamed know dangerous animals. Go on, elaborate. I've tamed, tamed Rexy. This your lizard this that is, is your about. Lizard. Would you hold Rexy? Yeah. Would you? It's about it's about six inches big. Twelve. But would you hold Rexy? <laughs> well, not this. Always exactly. There's your problem, <laughs> Ned. Exactly there's your problem. You you wouldn't hold Rexy. You'd say, oh, she's too dangerous. Why would I think she's dangerous? Because she's 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 a born killer. She's a born yeah, killer. She after I trained her, yeah. Okay, this is Dave's I, I, a picture yeah. of what we have to put up with. See this, mm. Dave. This is just this. You know, I tried to give him a little, yeah. a little section now. on his because it's his birthday yeah. and he's twenty three. I tried to bring him. No, he should be shouldn't be talking I, like this. I did. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you too. To revert back to the beginning in a full circle kind of way, is mm. I did think that when we started this and before we press mm. record, that you were both of you being. Um, unusually nice and unusually <laughs> kind to Ned today. Mm-hmm. And now that I realize that it's his special day, it does make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that respect, again, uh, Ned, on behalf of myself and Peter and Barry, you know, we just like to wish you all the very best and many, many happy returns. I've brought him a cake. Mm-hmm. I bought him a dairy, a big dairy milk bar because he likes it. He's had, you know, this is, this, he's getting it big time here. We've I've mm-hmm. given him his own moments in time on the podcast to to mm. really explain like, and basically he's come out with i've tried i've tamed killer animals like rexy that was i thought he's gonna say you know i don't know a shark a great white shark oh my I, god I, the dolphin i knew i knew we haven't trained the no i know that. but we you hope don't you you hope that he's kept mm. something back for you yeah. that's gonna hope that make kills you us so barry it's a hope that kills it us. is and it's well we as evertonians we know that don't mm. we so what a great way to fit yeah what are you saying before we finish? Could easily train a shark. He could easily yeah. train a shark. Fair play to you. I can't disprove that theory no, no. because you were not, you know, I haven't got a shark in here. I'm not, for sure, you I'm not sure sharks can be trained by anyone. So for Ned. Imagine, though, just imagine, right, if Ned had the, like, the sixth the sense, facilities. the facility yeah. to be able yeah. to train a shark. I, I'll be honest. I think, I think there's only one way we can find out if that works. And so. Let's, know, see let's, see, let's, see, let's see if we can set that up. Let's see we can That's a Channel 5 show, whatever it's trouble. Yeah, Ned versus Shark. Shark Week. Shark on Discovery <laughs> Channel. Fair play. It's a really short series. It one might episode. be a short series. <laughs> Ned versus Shark. <laughs> a really short episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But we'll see. We might yeah. get 11 minutes in before Ned is here. Mm. Yeah, before Ned is. To be fair, Ned, Ned's normally a two, three minute kind of guy. So Fair play. Concentration wise, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Right, let's leave it there. Anything else? Yeah, absolutely. Big thank you, Dave, for joining us. Hopefully, we uh, you'll always be one step ahead now and be in this always, podcast always, week after yeah. week. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Give the video a like. Give it a five-star rating if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, all of those good places. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Bye.